Hey everybody, welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John. Hey Heather, how's it going? It's going great, John. It's a uh, happy Monday. <laughs> it's a great day. It's a great day. It is, it is, it absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And listen, for those of you that are listening, wondering what happened this past weekend, unfortunately, you're not going to get an update until next Monday, because both Heather and I are pre-recording these because we're both away. We're taking some time just for ourselves to replenish, rejuvenate, and bringing back our energy to where it needs to be. So Sorry to keep you on the edge of your seats, but I guarantee you that there will be an update as we come into the following Monday on everything that transpired over this past week. And Heather, I know you're off in some foreign land doing some really cool stuff. And oh, so yes. just share I'm a little a, bit about that. I'm on a us. digital detox vacation. Um, so digital detox, meaning that I won't have access to my computer, uh, the internet, and my phone uh, for a good portion of this trip. And I'll tell you, if you've never taken a digital detox, I highly recommend it. It is now a non-negotiable for me to do every single year. My husband actually does uh, 10-day Vespassana, which is a 10-day silent retreat, which is zero, zero, zero connection with the outside world. And uh, we, you know, giving yourself the gift of going inside of yourself to find some of the answers is really, really magical. And, you know, the stuff that's poured out, I bring a journal, I bring a pen, the stuff that's poured out each time I've done this, I can actually see the growth and I can see a version of me that has just grown since then. So I, I can't wait to spill out onto the onto the pages of my journal, my thoughts for this moment in time and how I'm going to be the light for the world and, and the light within myself is just, it's just growing. So that's where I am. I'm, and I'm walking in Ireland. I'm right on the shores of Galway Bay and it's, it's going to be magical. So yes, mm. that's what I'll be doing. And you'll be flying home from your race. Now, officially you can call yourself an Ironman uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be able to hear all of those updates as soon as you're back. But this whole yeah. week is a pre-recording. Um, and that's, that's, you know, what's really cool about this pre-recording, John is, you know, there was a moment where me and you were thinking, oh, let's do a LinkedIn live show for five days in a row. And now we're actually able to, in our mind, curate a whole week's worth of content uh, in, in one sitting, to be honest, to, to our to our viewers, uh, back to back. But that would have scared the bejeebas out of me a year ago. Like I would have said, no, I, I can't do that. And now we're stepping into doing it right now. So I think yeah. that's fantastic. Well, listen, the only way you know you're ready is when you do it. <laughs> so we're ready and we've been doing it since November, which has been really neat. But, um, you know, it, absolutely, right? As we go into Monday, you know, the, and, you know, the one thing I want to touch on that you touched upon is that light, right? Like, how do you become that light? How do you, you know, just like your poem on Friday, the filaments, right? Like, what are the filaments of your life? Like, what is, what's that thing that's charging you? You know, and as we go into the summer, summertime is a, is a big time for people to go out and recharge themselves. There's sunlight, there's activities, you know, it's good enough to be outside just enjoying the weather. But the one thing I want to ask you, Heather, like, you know, outside of this digital detox, you know, not everybody has the opportunity to fly off to Ireland to do a digital detox and to recharge their batteries. What else do you do? as a way to lift up your energy so you can be at an eight, nine, or 10 most of the time. Mm. Well, let me just preface with, 
I am not at an eight, nine or 10 most of the time. <laughs> and I say that because humility and being human is really important. But when I am at a lower energy, it's because I'm con I'm on purpose conserving energy so that I actually have more to expend or spend later on for really important things. But there has to be this balance between giving lots of energy and then also how do we replenish it? And you know, there's 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 all kinds of things. It's not one thing, John. I think that's mm -hmm. that's the most important is is it's not one thing that replenishes my energy and each person has different ways that energy gets replenished. So I'm an extrovert. I can go into a crowd. I can talk to strangers. I can give my energy. I'm only five feet tall. So like you said, I'm, I am the tallest five foot person, you know, and that's because of the energy I bring when I go into an in-person situation. And that's probably a learned skill. My guess is, you know, I've been short my whole life. So I probably learned that skill to be seen. I have to have a presence. So mm. it's probably been a, a benefit for my energy level. But, you know, if you're an an introvert going into a crowd is not going to be energy inviting. It's going to be energy draining. Okay. So each person has a different mechanism for activating their energy and knowing what are like five things that you could do immediately. Like for me, just spending five minutes with my dog is like, you know, the oxytocin, all those love chemicals come out and you just want to squish their face. And so that's a definitely an energy source for me. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. I know one of the things that we talk about and we share in our in our workshops and our masterclass is really around power pose is another way to bring your energy. And like you said, you don't always need to be at an eight, nine or 10. Listen, it's okay to be at a six or seven. Mm -hmm. But I believe when you want to make that impact, when you want to make that shift and change in others and yourself, your energy has got to be higher, right? Like it just has to be like you can't. You, you can't be thinking about making impacts on others at an energy level of a four or five. No. Right? Like it's just because your presence just isn't there. So power pose is one of the ways that we do it. I know for me, you know, one of the things I do every morning is just take a few minutes and just express some gratitude. Right? I like, like that one. What am I grateful for today? You know, when, as I, you know, completed this past race this past weekend, the one thing that I thought about is what am I grateful for as I'm going through this? Listen, mm. I have a lot of thinking time to myself and, you know, I just played it out in my head. It's what I did in training. What am I grateful for? Why, you know, why am I grateful for being here at this moment right now? Right. And just as I'm going through that exercise, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? It starts to shift your lens on the world, right? Because you can either focus on what's missing or what's already or what's already available for you. And I think when you notice all the things that are there in front of you, including your friends, your relationships, the colleagues that you're working with, it just makes life so much better, right? <laughs> and, it, and it's interesting because I, I just recently watched the movie A Man Named Called um, A Man Called Otto. I don't know if anybody's seen it with Tom Hanks, right? great movie but it's about what it means to be lonely right and you know i think about him and his story in the movie he he was you know for the most part a miserable person right mm. he was a miserable person because he was alone his wife had passed away and he didn't think he had the best life right and you know what was interesting is as you go through the movie 
this is a very emotional movie. So if, if like there's a lot of I don't want any spoilers for you, right? But what you start to realize and what I noticed in him in the movie is when you start to see connections, you know, when you start to see a little bit of appreciation, a little bit of gratitude for everything that's around you, your life starts to shift in big ways, right? So I know even for myself, you know, there are moments where I'm not, you know, I'm at a four and a five. And one of the quick ways to get out of that is what's, what am I grateful for in this moment? What's the one thing when things aren't going well, right? Like, I think we've all been there where things feel like everything's falling apart and you say to yourself, why is this happening to me? It's happening to you because you need to learn a lesson from it, right? Mm -hmm. And the question is, what's the lesson here? What can I take away from this moment? And I know it sounds like ideal and perfect. It takes a while to get there. Unless I want to tell you the truth. You know, I didn't start off day one. I love being here. I love disasters. I love everything falling apart. It's like, it didn't happen like that. It just came down to what's good about this. And you know what? We always see hindsight. Like 20, the hindsight's always 2020, right? We get so much clarity seeing it after the fact. You know, a year later, sometimes two years later, five years later, we see why things needed to happen a certain way. And I think the quickest way to get there is just to express some gratitude for it happening and then saying, okay, so what can I take away from this? Well, I, I love this. The power pose is definitely a way to get immediate energy lift. And it's actually a chemical change that happens. So, you know, Amy Cuddy, she's got a great TED talk. And when you do just two minutes of a power pose, which is, of course, is the Wonder Woman, or you can do it like this, whatever is a powerful stance, what happens is your shoulders go back, you're bringing in more, more oxygen, your energy level goes up, and you're actually chemically changing your body to be ready for what's next. And you're increasing your testosterone rate, decreasing your serotonin, which is your stress hormone, and getting you mentally prepared. But gratitude does the same thing, having this mm -hmm. gratitude. And what I love is our brain is wired to win. It is. It wants to win mm -hmm. all the time. It is the most competitive part of our body. But it's also a little bit of a cheater. And here's what I mean by that, John. Your brain is willing to cheat to get the outcome it wants. And when I say cheat, I mean, if it's sugar that will give you that rush, it will mm. eat the sugar. If it's, you know, getting cozy on the couch with a back-to-back -back Netflix, it'll do that. So it will do the things that will make us feel good in the moment because it wants to win. It wants to win all the time. And so it will cheat and find the easiest route to get there. So our job is to give it small wins and small things to be grateful for by teaching it that that also gives us energy, power, and a chemical dopamine rush. And the only way to do that is to practice. So this attitude of, of or this, this practice of gratitude is so important to give your brain the little wins so it doesn't feel like it needs to cheat to get those wins. And I, I'm not calling you a cheater, John. I'm calling your brain a cheater. It will eat the sugar if it's in front of it because it wants the shortcut to feeling good. And we've got so many other shortcuts that you can take that aren't the bad ones, right? Yeah, I know it's, it's it's amazing how efficient our brain is, right? <laughs> like yes. we don't have to think about it, right? We don't have to think. You think about the most basic things that happen to us in our bodies. Like we don't have to think about breathing. Breathing. We don't need to think about our hearts beating. We don't need to think about blood flowing through our entire. Like your body knows, right? And I don't know if you've ever done the exercise, but um, 
your body knows when you're telling yourself the truth and when you're lying too, right? So oh, I don't know if you've ever yes, let's have that conversation. Like yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Where you know you say your name, say your name. It's the truth. Okay, my name is John, and you can't pull down your arms, right? But if you say my name is David, like you just your body loses strength because it knows it's lying, right? Like it it instinctively knows, you know, what's good for you, what's not good for you. Mm -hmm. So. It's also going to look for the most efficient way to get a certain desired feeling, yes. right? To get, you know, to, to get that serotonin into your body. And, you know, one of the ways we do it is we sit and we watch others, right? Like, you know, watching again, you know, emotional movies, like a man called auto, right? Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it, but you want to be the driver. You know, the, the example I want to use is you want to be the driver of the bus. You don't want the bus being controlled by somebody else. And stepping into the driver's seat is a, you can do it through gratitude, do it through the power pose. There's a lot of different ways you can gain control of yourself, but you need to acknowledge that you are the driver. And I think a lot of times when we turn over our power to other things, we lose, you know, we, you know, our, if, <laughs> if we, if we give into our bodies to say, go ahead, have all the sugar you want, you're not going to get the desired outcome and results that you're really looking for. That's right. like you're looking for like you got to dictate, not dictate, but you, you got to set the intention of what it is you want for you mm. and know that you are the driver of the bus the whole time. Nobody's in charge of that except for you. Well, and I think sometimes I, we forget about that. Oh, totally. What I visualize is, you know, who's driving the bus. And if you put like your head as one character and then your heart as another character and maybe even a third character, your ego Who's mm -hmm. driving this bus? And, you know, when when your head is driving the bus and it's it's going somewhere, it's it, it may be systematic. It may be like we have to get there at all costs. But if your heart was driving, would you take a different route? Would you be listening to a different song on the radio? Would the energy completely change? And I, you know, I know with a lot of my clients, we talk about is your head driving this decision or is your heart driving this decision? Mm. And why haven't you let your heart drive for a long time? They've been in the passenger seat trying asking to take over, but your ego is just holding on and holding on. And you know, this metaphor is it happens to us all the time. I often have to check my ego and say, Am I doing this because my heart says it should be the path, or am I doing this because my ego is gonna get fed? And I have to tell you, some of the time, the answer is the ego, and I have to then go, all right, is that the best route to take? Yeah, listen, and, and, and the ego sometimes loses control of the bus and just driving over <laughs> whatever is in front of you, which creates a more damaging path than, you know, if you were letting your heart drive the bus, right? Because it's going to take all the detours and avoid all the obstacles that are in the way, right? Uh, I know we're talking about driving the bus a lot, but, um, you know, the truth is, you know, who, who's in the driver's seat of your life, right? And I think this is an important one as we go into this, you know, you know, we're going into the end of May, right? End of the fifth month of the year. Like we're almost at the, at the midway mark, right? June is typically the mid midpoint mark in the year. And who's driving your bus, right? Like who, you know, is your bus, is, is, are you saying yes or no to the things that really matter to you, right? We talk about saying yes a lot and, you know, we talk about saying yes to the things that scare you because they give you growth, they give you opportunity, they set you on paths you didn't know existed for yourself. So are you giving yourself that opportunity, right? Are you saying yes enough to the right things? And I don't want to preface that because sometimes we say yes to the wrong things as well. 
but when your heart and your mind are connected to two, right? They call it heart math. I don't know, Heather, I think we've talked about this, but heart math is when your brain and your mind, your, 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 your heart and your mind are in sync, mm. right? And it's called coherence, right? When the two have the same rhythm, the same beat and are on the same frequency, you have different types of thoughts. You're mm-hmm. way more creative, you're way more thoughtful, and you're doing things from a long-term perspective. You can, you have a clear vision of what, what you want for yourself, right? And having that coherence is just having the two match together. Yes, either one on its own, I think it'd be dangerous. Your heart too, right? If your heart's the only one driving the bus, <laughs> making all the decisions, it might, you might land in a completely different place. But when you put the two together, I think that's where the magic happens, right? And there's a whole bunch of scientific research around this and heart math. Uh, I'm going to invite you guys to check that out. But, you know, I have a little apparatus that allows me to measure the frequency between the two and how many times I am in congruency and when I'm not in congruency. So it's, it's pretty interesting, right? So, wow. yeah, who's driving your bus? Ooh, wow. Well, and question. I think that's in, an interesting, so we're in this, what I'll call a slingshot week. So June 1st will happen on Thursday of this week. It's a slingshot day, which means that we can catapult ourselves mm. and have a nice fresh start and have the whole month to achieve it. But we're actually at the midpoint of the of the year. So it is not too late to work on the goals and think about who do you want to be? What do you want to achieve by December 31st of this year? So that when you look back on 2023, you can say without a doubt that you put every piece of your most positive energy into the goals that matter most for you. And it might mean that you're looking at your goals and saying, those aren't the ones that matter most anymore. Mm-hmm. Re- reevaluation is part of that process to decide who is really driving the, the bus of your life, who is really <laughs> making these decisions. And am I on the right path? And you know, the more and more I hear of, you know, these tech companies doing all these layoffs and people are scrambling and, you know, there's lots of things in the news that are causing anxiety. What if all of those things are happening for a reason and you're prepared for them because you're on your heart path and, and your mind is helping you get there as well with logic and intuition and all of those things. And at the end of the year, you can actually say you've had the best year ever for your own personal growth. That yeah. sounds fantastic to me. That's, that's, that's the path that I'm on is, am I going to be at the end of this year on a path of personal growth that I've never seen before? Well, <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Yes. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, and I'm with you, right? I'm, I'm with you on that journey where I'm going to be exactly where I want to be, right? Not letting the ego drive, right? Putting, you know, letting my heart and my mind lead the way. It's, it's what's gotten us here at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You know, here we are. Here we are today, right? Like, who knew? Like, who knew that we would even be here? Like, it just, yeah, we're here. <laughs> All right. So, so the call to action. I, I mean, this one, there's so many places we can invite everyone to go with us. But I think the most important question to ask yourself is, if your heart was driving your life right now, mm-hmm. would it be making different decisions than you currently are on the path to take? And if your heart is already driving your life, then is there decisions that your head needs to take control of? And see what those answers are. And it's a great journaling exercise to spend 10 minutes on. See what, where would you be by December 31st, end of year, if your heart's driving the decisions and your head is driving decisions and how do you get them in sync? 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. All right. So that is it. You've got your takeaway for this Monday. Um, that is it for this episode of the Say Yes Movement podcast. Wishing you all an amazing, an amazing, marvelous Monday. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one. Talk to you all soon. Take care.